0: It is the Dirty Laundry Game Worn Hockey Podcast. Another uh, been a couple weeks since the last one. The last episode we recorded from the uh, it was a weekend recording recorded from the the St. Louis Expo. Uh, thanks to Wade for hosting that. We had a, a fantastic. I think the recording was was an hour, almost an hour and forty minutes. But we brought almost brought every vendor in the room, uh, put them on the mic, just just really just through whatever out there there was not any really really solid topic it was just talking about game on collecting in general told stories had a blast i mean had guys come from all over so thanks again for the uh for the support there uh the detroit expo is uh this coming saturday um i'll get all the details before the end of the show kick that out there i like to um to put that out there let everybody know whatever expos are going on and if i miss any please reach out uh, before our next show and i will put it out there so originally this show was going to be about reverse retros but everybody's talked about them we're not they're they're using them tonight in the uh, buffalo game i don't think we've seen any other teams use them that i'm aware of Uh, but we'll start seeing them i mean i i'm happy with them they look fine some look better than others the blues and the yellow i actually really like um, some people hate it, but I think a lot of the teams look really good. So I I'm not going to complain about that. However, the hobby, I, I let's say blew up today, but, but there was some interesting conversations on both sides of, of a debate. And we've touched on this in the show before, but I think it needs to be kind of hashed out again. Uh, that being stripping. And not the kind where we're taking off our clothes because I would get paid to put clothes back on. But the the stripping of the, especially in the the Adidas, because those jerseys are so hard to get a hold of in the they made in Canada and people want to strip them and put higher level players on them so they can look just like what's on the ice. And I get that to a point. However, if you're uh and and I don't know that everybody is a member of it, but in one of the groups, the uh uh, and I have this up here. It's the, the Bad Jersey Traders Seller List. It was posted out there. Uh, and I'm not even going to give the guy's name on on eBay. It's easily searchable. Um, but it was posted that this gentleman is buying both uh, Ottawa and it looks like uh, Avalanche Colorado, Avalanche Gamers, stripping them down and then making them into players like Kachuk uh the the debate back and forth got really interesting everything from it's fine he can do what he want to we need to disclose this better the 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 tags the team tags are still on them so people were able to trace down who the original jerseys were uh ryan patrick thanks to him was able to pull some of this up Uh, so he listed what it was stripped from what it was turned into but the I guess we'll we'll start with this piece first gentlemen and uh both Paul rank and uh Justin uh Walden with a with a cat Green a screen joining this evening uh Wade Hampton will be joining us shortly we'll just start with the with the basic question first is stripping a bad thing Paul let's let's start with you uh personally yes
1: um we've had well did we even do a show on this already i i can't read
0: we we one Did of the really, early shows we we touched on several yeah. things at once and this was yeah. definitely one of them yeah uh, to,
1: to me um you, you know you're taking a lesser player uh but someone cares about that jersey um I, i've had you know players who barely played in the nhl reach out looking for their jerseys or their ahl jersey or their college jersey um, and i I understand the desire to want to have a high level player, you know, someone wants to wear it to Chuck or a uh, um Norris or um, you know, someone like that on Ottawa, as opposed to the players, no offense to them, who their jerseys were stripped. Um but you know, I, I wish Adidas were were releasing these. I know that's where the whole problem comes in. Uh no one stripped it well. Most people are not stripping Reebok jerseys. I mean, they're readily available. The team stock um, made in Canada versions of those, but um, it, I, I sympathize with the reason why people are doing this. I just disagree with it. Um, we also want to get to one thing you said earlier, we traced it back to who wore the Jersey. I think it was easy this year because we still had the photos from the auction. There's distinctive wear on the one that was turned into a Tim Stutzel, um, and that that was easy to match. The the numbering on the Suns jersey, as far as I know, is only available to the person who has the LOA, and there's no public database of that. Just like with the Red Wings, um, so
0: it's not searchable.
1: Not search, as far as I know. Um, if anyone out there knows otherwise, please correct me on this. But it's not like the migrate. um, you know, for, for when a migrate jersey is stripped and changed, it's easy to check the tag and look it up if you know what you're doing. Um the, the fear that we've always had is a new collector will come in and buy something thinking it's legit, and then two years later look it up and realize they have someone they'd never heard of before
0: and changed. So um and, and that's and Paul, all your all your points are great. Is is if this player, like you said, may have a cup of coffee in the NHL, either was issued or they for a call up, they didn't end up playing in the game, or they played one game or sent down, and we never saw him again. And yes, they may want it. A collector who's followed that kid through his career up through the minors to that, yeah, like like Justin there, um, may want it, and it's lost to history the the other piece of this that that and again the the argument was continues to go on 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 this particular page and some other pages have now posted about it as well is the documentation process that's that's my bigger concern if pe again people spend their money if they want to it's going to sound bad if they want to strip it because they own it. Fine. It's uh, what am I to dictate the, what they do with the jersey? The problem is, is you better document that so it can be carried forward. I mean, you hear all the time, "Oh, I'm, I'm going to always going to keep that jersey." That's crap, because even if you don't, even let let's say you keep it for the next twenty years, you die and your family cleans out your closet. Oh my God, we got this Kachuk, all kinds of money. How the hell are you going to prove it otherwise? there's no way if you cut the and and in the pictures and and stuff on ebay you can still see the the ottawa tags in there if you cut them out that's more helpful because people even 20 years from now are going to be able to look up okay the the 22 23 ottawa jerseys would have had this set tag inside we know every one of those would have had it there's no reason why it wouldn't it could be this it could be that so that I mean that's my biggest fear is I'm getting out in the hobby later maybe yeah and how do you trust and it you know
2: it it just becomes an issue of you were uh we're so obsessed with provenance in the hobby and, and when you erode that you're eroding the trust not in that particular jersey not just that but in the entire system and and you you know these debates I I didn't pay attention to the one today I saw it but I didn't get into the weeds on it these debates become oddly uh political sometimes with (laughs) yes oh you know it's everyone's right to do whatever they want with it yeah I totally see it but we as a community as a collecting community we we take various safeguards to hopefully protect the community and when you start doing this you're opening up to 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 just problems and i think you know i i'm with paul on this one i'm against it i will totally cop to i've done it once uh to a Pinghamton senators gamer i regret it because now i'm wondering if that no-name player who maybe got two cups of coffee with the b signs from up from the e if his family wants it down the road it's gone and and so yeah it's just i it just it's it's not something i i can endorse for a lot of reasons
0: and there there's always going to be i don't i don't think there's ever going to be where everybody's on one side on this issue it's always going to be well it's fine and and it's yeah, i get it blanks are hard to come by unless you happen to go to a team sale, they have some uh, recently, and I know they're not the prime green, but even for, for people that know it uh, pro stock hockey had a bunch of blank Ottawa ones uh, the last year or two, yeah. uh, bl- all the way to goalie sizes. And again, I don't know what size Kachuk does uh, wears or, or Stutzel or anybody else, but, and I know they went very quick, but that's the same reason as people were buying blanks because you can't get them anywhere else i think they were 80 bucks a piece at pro stock so so not expensive at all and then they had people were putting their the lettering things on it you know what that's fine those were total blanks do what you want there's not going to be any set tag there's not going to be anywhere do that all day long and i know um other teams it, it is easier to get some blanks from it it just depends on who they are but but this is some dangerous territory you know. It's it's the down the road uh, thing because people will forget. I mean, no offense, Facebook's not going to exist someday, so you're not going to be able to go searching through those groups and stuff and say, "Oh yeah, let's search this." Oh yep, yeah, in in 2022, this is this is why this jersey is this way. You're not guaranteed that's there. So, I mean, if if the person doing this wants to on the and i'm not sure exactly what the ottawa tags look like take a a marker over the top of that tag and say and write stripped from whatever the player is so it's over the tag it's still there but now you know why it is why it what is what it was and now the current lettering
1: that is actually my preferred solution on this or something written inside the bike strap um the, the, the problem with removing even a senator's tag where we have no way of looking up who wore it, we believe, um, is there's always exceptions. And you start hearing this with jerseys from five, 10 years ago. Well, everything had a set tag, except for this one, which got out somehow. And it's photo matched and something. And um, that's what's going to happen if we remove the tags here, too. It's just like, oh, it's an additional set that he wore for whatever reason. and It's kind of nature for some collectors to try to find evidence to support some of these theories that this jersey was worn then when logically it should not have been. Uh, We've seen cases like that before some have been documented on the bad traders group. Um, So it's to me removing the set tag doesn't help I think annotating it with something. Hopefully it doesn't bleed through to the other side because that will upset whoever ends up with the Jersey. Um, but, you know, there, there's, there has to, you know, be a better way to do it. Um,
0: and, and I will say I did go to Ottawa's page, um, looking at, at some of their current jerseys or past years in their info. It it says you get a certificate Oh, but it does say registered in the Ottawa Senators game worn Jersey authentication program. But I don't, see any other information of what that is, how that works. Like in the case of the, the blues on their page, I think it's on one of their main pages. They have a link where you can enter any of the, the serial numbers from the, the jerseys, gloves, whatever you get, and it will give you, uh, the, uh, the emails on the, or the, the info on the Jersey, but I don't see any, um, currently don't see anything listed for, for able to like Paul, like you said earlier is looking that up publicly, at least for the, for them. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: I've, we're talking about the NHL, but you know, as a USHL collectors, it's becomes even more important. I think to, to know the provenance of a Jersey because, you know, teams are not really good at taking photos of players. You know, there's, there's a potential for, for fraud if by doing one of these up and I'm I'm not thinking about anyone in particular it's just you know one the the kids family down the road might want it uh at that level and two with even fewer resources for documentation compared to the NHL it becomes even more problematic the farther down the the scale you go in terms of leagues and so it you it, it just it's just you're entering into uh, a difficult area all the way around.
0: And I want to read some of the different comments here on this to, to kind of give the, I want to give the both sides of this and not just us picking on it. And, and that, uh, to be a hundred percent, uh, upfront and clear on this, they are not claiming that these are game used in the description. Um, they are a hundred percent upfront saying it is that it is recustomized. However, you do have all the wear, the repairs, things like that. Um, they uh, So some people are saying, well, it's just bad practice, but it's fine. Others are uh, just, oh, feel free not to buy them. Uh, and, and even uh, just a fight of of he can do what he wants. But I guess... the biggest thing is and a couple people are arguing it, is the, sell, it said the seller has done nothing to the jersey to prevent them as, and this is as we touched on prevent them from being rep- misrepresented as very convincing gamers beyond a blurb in the listing that in itself is a problem various team customizers won't touch strip jerseys with set tags still in them as they can be misrepresented as gamers the same way these jerseys easily could seller needs to remove the set tags and somehow mark the jerseys permanently so that nobody down the road is deceived um, and some of the argument, well, this is all hypothetical. Honestly, it's not, I don't see it as hypothetical at all because we know these will eventually hit the market again, not, not next. Well, in this case, they are going to hit the market immediately because they're listed on eBay. It, it yeah. doesn't mean the person buying them a year or two from now says, you know what? I wonder, I'm going to just slide this out here or throw it on eBay. See if anybody notices it and try and get big bucks. Cause it's a Kachuk gamer.
2: You know, and to be to play devil's advocate a little bit, you know, the original eBay seller. It looks, by all accounts, that they're taking the steps to to say that this was stripped. And you know, it's been pointed out in this particular thread that it's been an ongoing discussion. We're having a discussion of it now. You know, the problem is there's just you can't account for everything, and we do need a, a very consistent way of of permanently identifying strip jerseys and and i don't think that there is so that extends this beyond the particular discussion about the ottawa jerseys and again the the seller has indicated that they're you know they have been adjusted that's not what we're worried about it's the second third purchases and therefore we do need to be we need to come to some sort of system as a hobby
0: and, and and that's getting the buy-in is and and i'll i'll say it before and we and we've talked about it on past episodes is uh when st louis sold their preseason ones last year they because of the switch to prime green they blew out a bunch of their older adidas ones made them up for their players wore them there was no set tagging no nothing inside of them well i own several and i had when i was at the expo i had people look at a robert thomas one well tell me about that it's not marked I said well the blues did this but I have no proof of that. I mean, there's very little wear because it was a just a preseason. But like like I had weighted brought up and stuff too, is is just get one of the stamps you can put on the fight strap and say preseason 2022 or or whatever. In the in the case of this, maybe as a hobby side of things, is say, hey, if you're doing this kind of stripping. Get a, get one of those stamps made because again, if you're doing a bunch of this like this this person is, get a stamp that you could put on the fight strap that says recustomized from, and then you can marker in who it was. Then it's always in a fight strap. Yes, if they wash it, it may come out, but there's at least the more covered your butt that will also hang around a long time, mm. or or a silver marker behind the 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 crest or something on there to, uh, or, or like we said before, is if you can write on that set tag, leave it in there customized from whatever, whoever the player is, but something that, that, yeah, as a hobby as a whole, we can say, Hey, here's our recommendations or here's a few options. So 10 or 20 years down the road, when this comes up or somebody's questioning it, we can go, Oh yeah, this is, we in this year suggested this option or, or these few, and and that's how it works. So we can at least keep track of this stuff. Because uh, and I've talked about it again on a, on a past show. A, uh, a Tory Krug heritage jersey. Whoever wore it was wearing forty-seven. He I think it was, it may have been issued. or was game one. I don't remember. But he left. Well, Tory Krug came in the next year. All the guy had to do was get a new nameplate done. Everything else was identical, and the set tag in it, even in the background of the the stuff. Has forty-seven, so that looks hundred percent correct. The date would be off if you if that clicked in your mind, but an initial look at that, you go, oh yep, that's official. It, everything lines up. No, it's wrong. It was somebody else. So, it, it's that upfront and honest. Yes, the 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 seller isn't doing anything wrong per se because he is he is being a hundred percent upfront, and we all appreciate that but let's document this in a rock solid way. Yeah. So either I, one, go ahead. I,
1: I wanted to add in, um, uh, th- th- that is one of the reasons why we allowed this post in the bad traders group.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the other big debate is, is why hasn't this been removed? And I can't believe this is going on. No, I think it's actually a great discussion.
1: Justin's probably laughing, but I deal with that every day in a few groups. I was (laughs) actually going to say that, like,
2: I, I praise Paul on my personal Facebook. So often it's getting a little odious. Like I I don't want to fawn over my favorite San Jose collector. Sorry, Mitch, but Paul, these things, they crop up and I'm like, how the hell do you like? How do you put up with it? Because there are some, you know, I I just uh, there there have been some gray area cases in the bad area, bad Jersey group, and I, you know, to sort through it, it I think you can do an entire podcast just about that because that's, you know, the the sort of ethics of hobby policing. Because I don't know how you handle it, Paul. Like I I just don't know how you put up with it. I start drinking at noon. But
0: uh, <laughs> um, well, that's that's t- that's ten uh, West Coast time, right? Oh, exactly. Yes, yeah. And Wade um, Hampton joins us as well in this. Uh, I I, but uh, I, want to I, welcome you. Go ahead, Paul. Uh, continue with the thought.
1: You yeah, know, I, I just wanted. to You know, that is why we didn't even consider removing this one because of the discussion it was leading to. Um, I do think the seller could do a few other things that we would like to see him do but he's not required to do that. Um, And what he's doing is perfectly legal. We don't like it, but it's legal. And he's done full disclosure, which is really good at this stage. Um, A little bit of history. The group, the bad traders group list is actually a play on the beer bad traders list group. Hmm. It it was taken from, they they actually, um, people who were trading, you know rare craft beers and stuff had a group which were calling people out and the name basically changed beer to jerseys and they've had to change the name of that group because of beer on facebook Um, so it's not necessarily a list as much anymore as more of a discussion for people to watch out scammers and i think something like what happened today is a really good thing to discuss there Um, we're not calling out the seller everyone knows who it is they know how to find them and for stripping he's done what he should do um but I, I think it's been a really good discussion in the group on it and that's why we're leaving it there and um just wanted to add, add that in and then so I know Justin you had a few thoughts to follow up on that
2: no it's you know I, again I, I just think of the challenge of you you get these from time to time like why is it and, and I do think like you know the that the label of the group you know i wish we had more of a like it, it it does have a bad connotation like bad seller group you've got the you know the the black and white photo you know there's another group i think that just popped up recently the game war and auction review group yes um where you might be finding audiences more receptive to the discussions that you're allowing because it, it does seem like it it does seem like almost a large number of these posts end up with why is this posted here and and paul you do a really good job of i think when there is a a a problem of getting the individual in to explain themselves or to explain why it's been kept up and i think you've done that in
1: this particular case thank you you know uh, and interesting thing on some of the cases and we're kind of get going on a tangent here some of the cases brought up on there really don't belong there and the initial poster actually comes off looking a lot worse than the person he's accusing. And I've had so many cases of people posting a minor complaint about someone and it going off the rails. And I'll I'll start getting messages, you know, I'm never dealing with this person, you know, again, and not the person they're complaining about, but the person who started the post. But as you said Justin, we can do a whole show on this it's-
0: <laughs> yes yes we can wait i'll let you since you just joined us let kind of let you uh get in there about um either any stripping things you've seen or or kind of where you stand on it again um if you've not been looped in from the day the the person who's posting these are on ebay a hundred percent disclosing them being completely clear on on them being redone but sure. just our fear of them getting out in the hobby later
3: Sure, and i for me i've been on a couple sides of it um i've sold a couple jerseys in the past and they ended up getting stripped and i was like oh, i just don't like that you know um because of, again for the hobby concerns but again it's ultimately the buyer's discretion what they do with anything once they own it you know i mean um for me personally i you know i avoid those those i, I don't sell a lot anyways but Um, I hate seeing stuff getting stripped down. I know the one, one Jersey that I sold a long time ago was a Tate's Thompson blues game worn Jersey. So I'm sure both myself and the person that bought it from me and then stripped it are probably kicking themselves pretty, (laughs) pretty handily now considering his ascension into stardom.
0: Six points the other night. Yeah.
3: (laughs) So, I mean, for, for me, I mean, I think like, you know, going back into the post on, on the page as long as the person is making a, a full disclosure of the situation again, it, it becomes a buyer and seller beware. the question then becomes 10, 5, 10, 20 years down the road. where do these things end up when when they get some distance? you know so kind of like our discussions about custom crafted jerseys throughout the hobby, you know, although there's still a, a number of collectors in the know, if you looked at a younger segment of of the hobby, and guys who maybe weren't aware of issues with that in the past and you know whatever then those things at some point could repopulate with with lesser knowledgeable or newer younger collectors
0: there's been a debate with that the last two weeks with the boston one that hit some of the pages and and a lot of back and forth with that and and is it well no i don't believe it is and others going yeah this is suspect as hell and that's a little bit what's that is that the lipstick case
3: yes yeah. yes yeah yeah, yeah the, the <laughs> i love when they call it the lipstick that's my. Right.
0: <laughs> but, yeah. but we even i mean we even had that or not directly but but at the expo i brought several custom crafted specials and was, was showing them off and we had had discussions about it and yeah. i had the pre the expo the previous year had made a deal with somebody who wanted that style of Jersey. I was up front, explain what it is. And before I gave it to him, I went into the fight strap and wrote CC special yeah. on the fight yeah. strap. And w- somebody else was looking at that Jersey from him. And, I- and he came over and asked me about it. Like, yep, I did it because of this, this, and this, because it's going to stay on that fight strap. It's a, it's going to yep. take a hell of a lot to get Sharpie out of a fight strap. Did you
1: yeah. do it inside the fight strap or on the fight strap?
0: Um, on. just on the outside. So as soon oh, okay. as you picked up the hem, or the front of the jersey you would see it right there you don't have to yeah. peel it down or anything
3: yeah. yeah it's uh i agree it's i gotta get my my dogs are chewing on their bones
0: Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> no you're fine and, and again looking on this this ebay auction i can see it looks like one of the avalanche gamers in there um does have a set tag he doesn't say who it was stripped the player was stripped from um it looks like it's a, um, and he says the, the, the Jersey was a stripped game issue one recustomized with stitch number kit. And I can see the set tag, but you can't see it well enough. And I can't even see the whole thing to see if it says who the player was or anything, but
3: if it know. were me, if it were me and I were, and I'm not a person who does the stripping, thank God. Um, cause you, nobody would want to see me strip, but no, if I were one of the people doing the stripping, I, I would almost intentionally, like what you did with that custom crafted, just to protect my own reputation long term, I would probably write on those fight straps, like, customized jersey from number whatever, game issued 2000, whatever. If it were me, I would want to do that just to protect my own reputation. In long term, and just before I, you
0: joined us, I suggested even if if we kind of had a couple ideas of, of like you've said before, is with the stamp that says customized from and it's it just blank there where somebody can write in who originally this was made for. Yeah, so, I mean, so I, was, I mean, there's some options as kind of the I don't want to say us or this podcast is the we're going to dictate what everybody in the hobby does, but put out some of these suggestions of if you do this, this will help everybody going forward because. I don't care if this is a, a one-time, a, a one-game player or a superstar. All of these jerseys have a history to them. Sure. And, and who's to say that this this guy that got called up one game doesn't do something big, period, in the in the history of the world, and that shows up. But again, I know people are going to bid. Well, that's that. You're just you're just playing guessing games and and making. No, I'm trying to think of of all the remote possibilities that could come up with this stuff. But like Wade, like you said, with that Tage Thompson is when he was with the blues, he wasn't a great player, but now well, everybody wants his stuff.
3: That's a huge mistake I made, you know, like, I mean, at the end of the day, it, I mean, that was a huge mistake. And at the, at the time it was one of the ones I got at an end of the season auction. Whenever I, I, I mean, this was before the blues won the cup and everybody went absolutely crazy for prices and stuff went up. I mean, I want to say I got that for three or $400. So it was one of those ones that was just kind of there. It ended up being an extra, and I just kind of let it go. And now in hindsight, I mean, you know, shame on me, and then shame on whoever tore it apart and made it into something else because they probably wish they could turn it back into a Tate Thompson at this point.
2: But I guess –
0: an ethical
2: minefield and you yeah,
0: know. Yeah, that that's, you know what, that's some of the best wording right there, Justin is the, oh, it is. the ethical minefield of this. And, and I will say, I did reach out to, uh, to Burt Woods, uh, as I was scrolling through Facebook and, and researching stuff for tonight, he is the one of the admins of the capitals game, Warren Jersey collectors page. Uh, I'll, I'll read his post here really quick. It says, okay, with all the recent posts in various forums, I thought this should be addressed. The buying selling of stripped game worn issued jerseys, whether or not they've been kitted into other players will be removed. also the inquiry on whether where to get this done will be removed and the request for measurements of fonts, crests, nameplates will be removed. the reason. Um, let me finish this up really quick, then we can hit that point. The refitting of jerseys to other players is not what this forum is about. And I'm sure there there is another forum that will suit your needs. Feel free to discuss, but I feel this practice hurts the game more than a hobby and key be deceiving to the new and old collector alike. And I'm sorry, what was your point there? I didn't mean to interrupt. I just want to finish that up. No,
3: oh, I, I think that sets a precedent. And again, it comes back to me. I'm saying like I don't know if in the and I don't like I said again, I don't sell a lot. But if if I were going to sell something that I thought were going to be stripped, probably won't sell it. I'm just being honest at this point. Just because of the direction it's going with that kind of stuff.
0: And I i saw another one just scrolling and I don't even know which group it was in. Somebody stripped a um I I need to see if it had the migrate tagging. I don't remember in the description, but a uh inaugural Seattle Kraken jersey had the patch. It was stripped, but had not been nothing else had been put on it. So it was a, a had the the inaugural patch but no numbering yeah i would think all those would have been my Gray, so if the tagging's still there oh. you can at least trace it back to where it goes and again thanks for my to keeping that those um sheets up yeah for as much
2: i yeah I, it, it amazes me i mean we're going out what popped into my head is i'm glad migraine among the the many things they bring to the hobby. I'm really glad that they they keep those population reports accessible. And they they deserve a lot of credit for instilling and helping contribute to trust on, in the provenance of these. Um I know sometimes they get their detractors, but you know that's a service they're doing because unlike some teams, they're not they're making those those lists available and it's just it's good business for them and it's it's helping our community
0: okay so I did actually find while you were were saying that I did find the uh Kraken post for this jersey it doesn't not look like it has a um um migrate tag in it uh, the the description is a Seattle Kraken inaugural season patched Adidas prim green or prime green excuse me uh Mick Jersey size fifty six. This was a preseason worn jersey that I've cleanly stripped. Originally a number twenty. Very little evidence of ghosting, fading. Some light wear on the lower arm. Still has the thread sewn where the tracker would have went, but uh, no cut has been made. Uh, Eight hundred and fifty dollars. But I can. But in looking through their pictures, I do not see a um, uh, my gray uh, set tag in there anywhere.
1: Which group is that in?
0: This is actually in the uh, and I'm only part of these groups because kind of see what's going on the authentic hockey jersey addicts page. Oh, okay. So it's a, at least only in the game worn pages, and and I see them in the the authentic pages all the time. But it's just again seeing a, a Kraken inaugural strip uh, is is also problematic.
3: Yeah, maybe maybe they took out the migraine because they want to make it clean. I mean, I,
0: and so and many that questions. could be. Yeah that's at least, I guess, at least give them that because and I don't know if, if it sounded like there, it was at least Warren hell may have been training camp, but they, but it is blank. So you're, you're not, I guess, tracing it back to somebody, you're less likely, I guess, to really believe that that's a gamer uh, in the hobby. But again, like we said, is, is tagging gets screwy sometimes with teams, even with newer teams. So, it's possible but is it is it 5 10 20 years down the road that this is re redone into somebody else of course all their players sucks, so and nobody will want to collect them. <laughs> anyway but it, it's this is problematic but if people are going to do it let's i don't want to encourage it but i want to help keep it from from turning into people getting screwed over later they they Again, the person that buys one of these auctions and and the prices aren't stupid. I, I think they're very reasonable, but buys one of these. And then 10 years from now goes, oh, nobody's going to remember this. And then list it for three or four grand because it's a kachuk. Yeah. Who's who's going to be able to step up and go, yeah, this is crap. It's not this. And, and again,
3: God forbid my grades list ever go down.
0: Right. Um, or, or photo matching. Um, I mean, if you were to go back and look, well, I can't, this thing's beat to hell, but I can't find a single picture of Kachuk wearing it. And then you stumble across crap. Somebody else had it on. I mean, it's like, Justin, like you said, the ethical minefield.
2: I'm good for a soundbite.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I get, what is the best way to help the hobby? Cause you're not going to stop this. It, it's, you saw it a little bit um, with when people wanted would pick lower end guys in, in the in the rebox before they were easily gotten and now nobody gives a damn but with with adidas i don't see this ever changing where where mix just become well, the good news, out.
3: adidas is out after what next
0: year uh yeah 23 after 23 so, 24
3: that, yeah so i mean the big question is going to be whoever the next supplier is whether or not they continue the Adidas trend of the made in Canada's only being available to the teams, I mean, because that you kind of hit the, a key point. There was before the Adidas thing happened, and the, these guys became kind of forced to figure out a way to get authentic, rep, you know, reproductions of star players. The accessibility at some level to get a hold of the Reeboks was was there, and so the question is going to be. You know, is the Adidas just a, is it just the thing that we're gonna have to deal with for another year and then it'll change or is this the trend that unfortunately game use collectors are gonna have to deal with for an extended period of time.
2: And I'm this it's a good question of what's going to happen next right, what are we seeing and i'd be curious I know nothing about baseball football or basketball jerseys but i'd love to know I mean with baseball does. Not that those are Nike shirts, right? Mm-hmm. So I wonder, I mean, what has Nike done with I don't know. Just, I think I I am hoping
3: it's Nike that gets I've it. never I've never heard of in another sport somebody stripping and recustomizing a jersey besides hockey jerseys. And I somebody could comment on this later and say, Oh, you're wrong. You're absolutely wrong. But in, in my time in the hobby, in a lot of different aspects of the hobby i've never seen anybody get a get a crappy yankees player and turn it into a jeter i mean if somebody else can argue that they have please tell me but and a football jerseys, just based upon the way they're sized and designed and the use factor on game worn jerseys i don't think it's really possible to do that because they're all so unique for each player
2: which <laughs> makes it a, a hockey problem in this case pretty much
0: so I guess Justin, let's start with you. Is is do you? What are your thoughts on ways to to keep this at least from screwing people over in the future? Are or, are or we kind of, as a as a collective group, not just saying the four of us, but hobbyists in general, saying, "Hey, we if you guys are doing this, we don't we understand, and that's fine, but please mark them in this. It's like a a hobby standard. I mean, it's got to
2: be the. But then again, like how many? it's got to be the the signature or some something on the fight strap but then you run the risk of it bleeding into the jersey which yeah so th- that should be the standard is you know non bleeding pens uh with signatures or something in the the fight strap um but good luck enforcing that because we can't even get uh we can't even have a facebook group discussion without it getting incredibly <laughs> contentious so you know, and that's and that's the that's the challenging part. And again, I I will circle back around to to my contribution in the hobby. Hobby is that they have done a lot to standardize some of the things that we sometimes take for granted in the hobby. The pop reports is, is a great example of it. You know, so maybe maybe what this needs is um, for the discussion to to go beyond the bad jersey group, beyond us, um, and so the short answer is in the fight strap the, the long answer is continue to discuss it and continue to to highlight the uh the difficulties here
0: it's and thinking about this and and we've seen the the jersey not digest but the the jersey databases come and go oh this company's going to do it and you everybody can register jerseys no matter what team it is and then after a handful of years it collapses uh, the person passes away or leaves or nobody takes up the mantle. So that information always gets lost. There's just no, and I don't actually believe there really ever will be a central place that you can look up every game worn jersey. I wish there could be, but I just, I don't think there's any way even to keep, if, if we start it today, 20 years from now to keep the mantle going with somebody else. But but Justin, I think you're right too. Is, is my great, I I think helped lead the um and, and some other teams edited is those set stamps is getting more, more uniform to a point. Is yes, the set stamps might not be in the same spot but everybody seems to use them now. And there's most of the time the same information. But with new technology, you're seeing better, easier, faster ways to do it. The and, and Wade, you can step in on this too, is is uh the, the jersey over my shoulder, that one with the with the Stiefel ad on it. One of the pieces of paperwork I got showed me the one game it was used in the playoffs. They put a, I think that's the barcode they put in the neck, and they're scanning that pre or post game. Mm-hmm. Didn't give you any details on on my number of minutes or anything, but it showed me the one game. And I'm you got yours? Did you? Did I you haven't it? looked.
3: Yeah, I haven't looked at the paperwork I'm on yet. To be honest with you, unfortunately, I've been a little busy, and I got them and I brought them home, and I was intrigued by the barcode. Um, I did message um, a contact at the Blues because I, they didn't have a set tag in them, and I said, "Hey, are the, are, is the, are we going just the barcode, or are we going to have set tags in them this year?" And I was informed that they, the the home set one and the the sets one will have the traditional Blues style tagging in the in in the inside, which is great. Um, you know, the question is, when do those bar comes become readable to fans and for us to? you know, keep a list on it. And how good do they do about scanning those things in, you know, with the blues going to that barcode and the thing, my assumption is that probably has something to do with the tracker tag that the NHL puts in there and mm-hmm. them linking the Jersey to the game, to the tag it would make more sense than trying to scan the tag inside the Jersey. So, you know, kind of like when your dog gets a microchip, you know, yeah. you pick that up is difficult, but hitting that scanner on the inside of the Jersey would be pretty standardized. So, my assumption is they're probably going to something like that. Like what we've seen the penguins do before. I know the penguins used to give a list of what games a Jersey was worn in. So I'm hopeful that that's the direction it goes because suddenly that makes, you know, if that Jersey scanned in for a game, then suddenly it makes photo matching a lot easier. It makes tracking a lot easier. It makes taking some of these problems away a little easier. Um, You know, again, I I think Migray again has to be complimented for what they have brought to the hobby over the last you know 20 years and you know it's standardized what a lot of these teams are doing going from not doing anything to jerseys to everything that a lot of the teams are doing you know as far as a centralized database i don't think it can happen there's too many players involved there'd be too much too much action to get everybody to be on the same page i mean heck you can't even get guys to you know equipment each equipment staff does it different so getting everybody to do it the same i think is kind of a a dream that will never happen. I mean, unless somebody like, again, everybody's going to get mad at me for saying this, unless somebody like fanatics takes it over league wide and comes up with a program that is a required program for equipment staffs to log jerseys game by game. But again, think about the complications that you're talking about 82 games, 32 teams, you know, a guy gets blood on a Jersey or tears a Jersey. I mean, like there's so many intangibles there that make that nearly impossible.
0: And you, Paul, you'll laugh at this, but, but you're the, of the four of us in this, in this uh, video, you're the, the most senior of the collectors for sure. And I, I think you've seen, you've seen things come and grow and, and change I, from, from your perspective, how do we, how do we protect the hobby from this?
1: Well, I mean, I do agree with marking the Jersey somehow. I personally prefer inside the fight strap but however it's done, you know the Minnesota wild when they were selling game issue jerseys the tags on them said game worn jersey, but they took a sharpie and marked out worn. so (laughs) It was this game Jersey and and it's clear there's something up with that Jersey with just that simple bit of sharpie that they used on it. Um, I actually think. Well. I'll, I'll parrot the comments. Migrate um, does a great job on this. You can look up any jersey, almost almost any jersey in my, that Migrate my has sold, at least from the NHL level. Look at the set tag, um, their tag number, I should say. Look at look it up in the population report. There are mistakes in there. They you know they've been worn in different sets and stuff, but at least it tells you that jersey was supposed to be worn by this player. Now, when we're talking about stripping jerseys and changing names, that's enough there to catch it. If that's set, if that, uh, and we've already
0: up, seen that up, a few right. times.
1: Yes. And we have seen that. Yes. Now, if Ottawa were to make their stuff public, that would be good. If other teams were that too, you have teams like the sharks with their recent um, global series jerseys. All they do is have a patch inside it. They don't have any identifying numbers or anything to tell <laughs> you, um, for the older sharks jerseys, they would have like, the player's initials dash, their number dash zero one two three four. Um, and I don't, and matter of fact, I know that's not stored anywhere because I have Burns jerseys, which have the same ID number in the same color. Oh, in the same year. So um, it, it, it the, the problem with the global database on this, you will get bad data into it, mm. no matter how we approach it. We will get counterfeits into it. We will get altered jerseys. So who's gonna be putting the data in? Other collectors. Sure. And someone might pick, a, that, pick up that to chuck in 10 years and enter it as a gamer because they believe it is. And oh. you know, they don't have the evidence for it. So to me, it's the combination of annotating, marking the jersey somehow so that people know that it's been altered, been changed, mm-hmm. and then having a way to then further look up the ID numbers on jerseys not just migrate jerseys but others um all that data with the eye in the sky stuff is available it's not made available to yeah. anyone besides i don't know even if it's made ava- available to the visiting team but you know the home team has all that information they know where their player was on the ice every second of the game um so it, it, it's there, but you know, their job is to win hockey games. It's right. not to document this crap for us.
0: Yeah, that, That's, the, their budget goes to front office and stuff, and not to the interns and and people that run the game use programs. Yeah, so
2: interns again. Um, I, yeah, we love I, interns keep companies afloat.
0: Yes, they they do, but they're but they're given so much limited information and and. It, it's guesswork. I mean, uh, yeah, not yeah. to bash on the blues because I, uh, they have been trying to improve, but, but the, the, what, second episode, we, second or third episode we did about the blues lawsuit is in that lawsuit, it references the interns doing the program. Well, yeah. did any of those have any knowledge walking the door previous to working, to coming in as an intern for how game used and, and game worn stuff is? Doubtful not bashing them at all, but they weren't prepped properly. And if the equipment guy hands him and says, this is what this is,
3: it they're
0: going to take his word for it. They're not well, going to question that. And, in,
2: in, you know, at a certain point, even those of us who are against this, you know, part of the hobby, there's a risk. There's a, there's a major risk in, in buying this. And it, 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 is mind blowing when you think about depending on your how much and how invested you are but we spend a lot of money on this stuff and we know like even the vintage stuff we know some of the vintage stuff with with team equipment managers selling stuff out the back door swapping name plates there's always this this level of risk now when i personally start to think about this and i it it just makes me pause like we are as collectors putting a whole lot of faith and specifically our her hard earned money into the provenance of of these of these shirts that we just have to live with the risk regardless of how you feel about stripping and and not and I, I obviously don't I don't favor stripping
1: at all. Um <laughs> but that, that that's a general concern. Yeah I buying a jersey not just yeah. a strip jersey. And no I, I just did want to add well I I think part of the responsibility for tracking this goes on the departments, which are selling the jerseys. And the problem is they might just be handed five boxes of jerseys from the equipment staff and like here, sell them. And they have no idea what they are or when, and,
3: um, it's, they're not always priced that way either. No,
0: definitely not
3: i think we all fight against the fact that you know whether it's interns or employees or whatever the thing that a lot of us don't understand is and or we don't think about a lot is these people probably aren't hobbyists like us you know these are people that you know got a job at the blues and whatever and they may be blues fans or sharks fans or any teams fans they may be hockey fans but being a fan doesn't make you a hobbyist and i think that's one of the things that Um, We have to continue to think about when it comes to these situations with the teams. And when you go back to the blue situation with that lawsuit, you know, again, they're hiring people that want jobs in the organization, not necessarily people with hobby experience. And the thing I've discovered in the past is those people are less likely, especially people that work in the front office or work at these, they're less likely to give a crap about hobbyists and what we want to do because they're just, it's maybe a burden to them that they have to do this stuff. Or it's a secondary afterthought, and it's just a little bit of that extra money because it's not a big deal to them. Because for then, every store in jersey they sell, they may sell fifteen authentics out of the team store.
2: It, it it's mind blowing, and this takes on an an added dynamic. I have an amazing university displayed behind me. Um, you know, and for, I am surprised that this issue hasn't cropped up with college jerseys because with college with universities stripping nameplates, I'm surprised that there hasn't been more or an issue with a nameplate being added back onto a strip. You know, I have a a couple of blank, I have a couple of name on back removed Penn States that will never, ever leave my collection, but I'm going to get the nameplate replaced. And I'm surprised that, you know, I'm surprised that this doesn't, crop up a little bit more with among college hockey collectors of the sort of difficulties of replacing name on back jerseys and sure. and you go down any number of paths there's always going to be these considerations
0: well so, and,
1: and sorry go ahead I was gonna say some teams removed the name plates and stripped them I mean and shredded them uh, and they're never to be seen again other teams will actually send you the name plates separately from the jerseys other teams will claim they remove them and reattach them at your request. If it's done by a third party, um, there, they're, you know, the college landscape is it's totally different than you know, it's NHL, NHL, anything. And I mean, it's it's where the bulk of my collection is too. I mean, Justin and I are um, similar in that way. I mean, I collect. I'd like to think a better team, but sorry. <clears throat> <clears throat> <laughs> and I guess as I piss off everyone
0: <laughs> and not to get off the, off the track too much Paul but but with, and Justin both with at the college level I know some of it had to do with with NCAA rules I believe where they could leave the senior names on if they were graduating but the other ones were stripped at least that's what I had been told um at, at one time that or, was the or if counter- they have
1: left the program
0: yes yeah and, and gone then,
1: to like juniors or something
0: and yeah. I guess the other thing that that I'm curious about and this may be discussion other time is with the coming up of paying of athletes what's this going to do to the hobby because yeah. now their names are and it, it's not for the average players those big name guys and it's I know you probably see it more in football and things like that but the guys went paid they're they're a college level player and they want paid for their their likeness and jerseys being sold with their numbers and stuff so I'll be curious to see if it, if it affects the, the game-worn hobby in, in college.
2: Yeah, and actually I'm curious what Paul thinks about this. I, I only collect one college team, as does Paul. So, you know, it's – you get into that level and there's just – we marvel at the lack of consistency between NHL teams. I mean, at the university level, it's just <laughs> – you know, it it's completely – it's unintelligible in terms of the any of this stuff I will say um where my universities my preferred university gets a lot of credit is they do have uh tags in there the last uh, from this set they do have set tags that indicate it's game worn no serial numbers but I wouldn't be surprised if college teams down the road started to be a little bit more systematic about this as they realized With name image likeness
1: the the potential that could come out of this
0: there's money to be made
1: I've only seen a few college teams do that um you know with the set tag so far I I think Ohio State's done it recently uh I didn't I didn't even know Penn State started doing it so um and I don't think they're entirely consistent about it yeah I'm not surprised (laughs) I mean that's true of any college team it's um, you know, Michigan has not done any set tags on anything that I, uh, hockey wise, I don't know about any of the other sports, but uh, I, you yeah, know, as far of a, as seen in football and baseball, nothing there either. So.
0: Well, and, and I, and with this discussion, as we, as we wrap this up, I, I expect a lot of comments on both sides, just from, from our discussion here is oh, you guys were wrong or this, that again, we're not the four dictators of this things. We're trying to throw out some ideas to help this because we all see what's coming in the future. They're going to get out there. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, it's never. No, they'll be out there somewhere. And they, I mean, and with, thank God for access to Getty and things like that. Yes, you can, if you can't photo match them to things, there's a bunch of where, you know, that's going to raise questions. We've, we've had that with custom crafted and other stuff in the past or, or change nameplates the whole bit. So, we spitballed for the last hour of, of things to watch out for things to know. And again, if you're, if you're unsure, ask, but to clarify one more time, the guy selling this stuff is it is being upfront and it's highly appreciated. Yeah. We, do we like the fact that these are being stripped from other players? No, but we at least appreciate the fact that you are not bullshitting this. This is, Hey, this is it's been stripped from this player. I wish he would have put it in the description, but fine, whatever. We were able to easily find it because it just the auctions just happened. But the fact that it is being disclosed is is immensely helpful. So so thank you for that seller. If you're if you're listening to this, uh, what want to plug before the final thoughts? Want to plug uh, the uh, Detroit Game Warren Expo coming this Saturday. The Best Western uh, Woodhaven Inn in Woodhaven, Michigan going to be 10 to 3 so if you still have table i believe they still have tables available uh alan Astornia, who i just got the chance to meet last uh last saturday at wade's expo uh we had him on the podcast but it was great meeting alan and his uh inaugural one in detroit I've, i think i've got him hooked on a podcast he actually reached out to me asking what tools he would need if he wanted to record something like this at the expo so i was helping him with some equipment so I uh, wouldn't be surprised if you see something like that at the expo. So I wanted to, to plug those. And again, if there's expos coming up that I've not seen or, or going to be messing whatever, please reach out. I will throw them out there because, again, I want to get people to these. And And we had such a fun time visiting with everybody and hanging out. It was, was uh, awesome. Let's get some final thoughts. Wade, we'll start with you.
3: You know, when you told me we were going to be talking about stripping tonight, I hurried home. Sorry I was a little late. Uh, different cast than I expected, but it was still a good conversation. Um, no, uh, generally, just another good one. It's always fun to to join you guys and um, I always say that um you know i'm gonna I'm gonna end this with one thing that you know we would talk about this. There's some old school guys in the hobby that always say do your homework and I guess again this topic again comes back to do your homework. Um, but it's always fun to join you like-minded gentlemen who enjoy enjoy the same hobby that i do and um hopefully everybody listens enjoys and we keep doing them.
0: i think i'm gonna get a bill from Milt soon for as many times as we say that he'll he'll charge us charge us for uh for throwing that out there justin I'll- what about your thoughts
2: you know it, it we you have to do your homework you have to i think one of the things we underutilize as uh as collectors is the personal advice um from people like melt and the people who've been doing this longer. But I think also as as sort of, I guess, mid-level collector, right, I I do hope people reach out to me and and some of the people who have been in the hobby for enough to know how to avoid making mistakes. And I think sometimes new collectors get scared off a little bit um, from the hobby. So that's, you know, as it relates to stripping, not a fan of it, but you got to do your homework. And I think we all
1: need to kind of look out for each other. I like it, Paul. Um, Thank you for hosting this. Um, Interesting conversation. I'm glad
0: we're having it here, not on Facebook. Um, (laughs) Things get lost in typing. We we all've learned that one. Oh yes,
1: yes. Um, I I do. I'll echo it again. Do your homework. Blah blah blah. Uh, It's my problem with that. Is that's great for people who have been in the hobby, even for months. That um, they know what to look for. Where my fear is with this stripping issue is someone new to the hobby. Mike's, you know, I, I get it all the time. Someone's, you know, looking for a Thornton jersey. They have no idea what they're going to call me. They email me out of the blue. Hey, Paul, can you help me find a Thornton game worn jersey? I start telling them what they go for, and it's like you're kidding. Um, so what I'm worried about is the new person coming. It's like, hey, I really wanted to tuck jersey. I see this one on eBay. It's only two thousand and not knowing the homework to do um that's just my future fear on it and there's no way to do anything to to truly prevent that but i I thought we kicked around some good ideas tonight and um i I know there's gonna be a lot of disagreement but
0: i I hope we impress some people and i hope we pissed off others because if not we're not we're not doing our job i'll give one final uh uh thought on stripping Remember, if you go to the club, take $2 bills because they look like 20s in the dark. Groan. Ah, uh, oh, my, my. <laughs> man. And with that. Yes, and with that. We will call it a night, another uh, great episode in the books of the Dirty Laundry Game, Warren Hockey Podcast. If you want to join us on an episode, if you have topics you want us to cover, please reach out. I would love to talk to you. Um, I, I always come up with ideas, but I always like hearing other opinions as well. Gentlemen, we will talk to you soon.